Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 350, recorded live on Saturday, March 8th, 2014. Random topic. Oh. Hold on one second. I got to actually pause it for a second. Good news. Yeah. The Dacia Sandeo. Uh, oh, you won't get that joke because that's a Top Gear reference. <laughs> So not only will I not get that joke, most people listening won't get that joke. Yes, unless they're a Top Gear fan. Um, we have a change in the random topic. What? Yes. Are we allowed to do that? Uh, since it was Kate who had submitted that random topic, she has requested the removal of that random topic. Okay. So. I, I, was, I was looking forward to getting to Noel. We have a new one. We have a new random topic. Yes. What is it? Because I literally just rolled. Who is your favorite person that you share a birthday with? Uh huh. Favorite person I share a birthday with? Yes. Chris Saxon. Who the hell is Chris Saxon? Uh, he, he was his episode. You know Chris. Aaron's little brother. Oh! Yeah, he's a fun guy. Yeah, he and I have the same birthday. Well, that's cool. It's, uh, well, let's see if there's anybody else who <laughs> I share a birthday with outside of Bill Cosby. You Wait, you need to look for someone besides Bill Cosby? I'm just seeing if there's anybody out there who's better than Bill Cosby. My guess is no. My guess is definitely no. <laughs> Wait, is that me or is that you? Oh, that's me? Oh, one of Kate's co-workers actually has the same birthday as me, and he's actually a pretty cool guy as well. Yeah, see? But still, it's hard. To, you go, I don't know, Bill right. Cosby. Not only that, but it's Bill Cosby and Richard Simmons. Uh, so Bill Cosby. True. All right, let's see if there's anybody else. Come on, Wikipedia. Births. Da -da 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 -da. Supposedly Julius Caesar? What the frick? Uh, no. <laughs> Henry David Throw. Definitely not that one. George Eastman. Really? Kodak? Popular birth date. That's what it seems. I have Dick York. Oscar Hammerstein II. Henry Ford II. Wait, isn't that the guy who's currently in charge? Of no, that's Bill Ford. Never mind. Uh, who else is on here? I don't know. It's hard to top Bill Cosby. Yeah, I'm looking. It's, uh, I, yeah, there's Richard Simmons. Yeah. I, I think Bill Cosby takes it for you, Andy. But the, it's, there's gotta be somebody. Bill fucking Cosby. <laughs> oh, okay, was that number five now? That was five. There's gotta be someone. Yes, there is someone. Bill Cosby. Uh, let's see. Christy Yamaguchi, wow. Andy, yeah. focus. I know, it's, I, I'm trying to see if there's, any, but I'm, no, uh, I, it looks like I am going to go with... Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. Because you should. Because it's Bill Cosby. Right. I don't know why it took you so long to come to that conclusion. I was just seeing if there was honestly anybody... Better than Bill Cosby? No, no, yeah, I'm looking at Olympic athletes, yes, no, no, Bill Cosby. Bill yep. Cosby, yeah. Yep. Just stop. <laughs> <sighs> All right, yeah, it's the Bill Cosby. Oh, Buckminster Fuller as well. I completely forgot about him. Or Bill Cosby. Or Bill Cosby, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to, yeah, Bill Cosby. So have you found anybody else according to your Wikipedia nope. page? Nope, I'm going with Chris Saxon. All right. Also, for what it's worth, the, the X random topic that we were going to do was going to be Fifty Shades. Yes. And there, there's a book that I saw at TJ Maxx, of all places, that I love uh, just the idea of this book, okay, which is called Fifty Shades of Chicken. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that one. With Kate such recipes like dripping thighs, uh, chicken with a lard on, bacon bound wings, mustard spanked chicken. <laughs> six, six. Oh, what is six in uh, bowling? I don't know. There used to be nicknames for all these things for you know, how many strikes in a row that you could get in bowling. It was 
three of them was a turkey, and then I forgot what the rest of them are. What is six strikes in bowling called? Uh, string of strikes. Two in a row is a double. Three is a turkey. Six is a brat burger. Uh, I've also got a six pack here on this one. A double, a turkey, a ham bone, a brat, a brat burger, a ham turkey dinner, an LBP, a Gordie Howe, a 10, one day from retirement, and 300. I like Gordie Howe. That one took a second. We're like, oh, yeah, nine. Okay, sure. Something about hockey. Yeah. Sure. All right. So, yeah, I, Bill Cosby. That's just the answer. Bill Cosby is the answer. Okay, cool. Well, that's I, that's that then. Yep. I guess right? we, we got we got to end with Bill Cosby. That's just, that's a wrap. Okay. This is episode 351, recorded live on Sunday, March 16th, 2014. All right. Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. If someone were to write a biography on you about your current past, what event would they highlight as your crowning achievement? And a side note, Hans, you put the wrong right. What? Oh, did he use R-I-G-H-T? Yes. For W-R-I-T-E? Yes. I've started correcting his spelling again when I talk to him. Because otherwise, how will he learn? <laughs> well, I just fixed it in the random topic. So there we go. Okay. So I was reading it, and in my head it sounded right, but I'm looking at it and going, that's wrong. That's very wrong. Yeah. Okay, so if someone were to write a biography about you, uh, about your current past, what event would they highlight as your crowning achievement? My crowning achievement so far, hmm, I think would have to be convincing the University of Michigan to give me six credits over the period of about ten weeks on an independent study. What was your independent study? Remember Lentu? Yes. That. Wait, you got college credit for that? Yep. I didn't just get college credit, Andy. I got six credits. The question becomes, how much did you have to pay for those six credits? Full price. You had to pay full? Full U of M credit hour price. Yep, for a six credit course. For Lend 2. Yep. So the question now becomes, Dave, how much did you spend on Lend 2? A lot of money. And you're saying that's your crowning achievement is... Well, Andy, because I would have needed those credits anyway. So... This wasn't just like, ah, I'm just going to do this for fun. I actually needed those specific six credits. And instead of taking a college-level course... Which would have been a waste of everyone's time. Time, as well as would have taken me an additional like year and a half. You somehow convinced them yep. that Lend2 was... Yep. Whatever happened to that, by the way? We're actually thinking of rebooting it. Really? Yep. Hmm. So what's your crowning achievement? Besides marrying Kate. Damn. <laughs> Took the words outside of my mouth. Damn it. All right, hold on. Let me think of something now. Something else besides marrying your wife. Hmm. Kate's trying to go down that path anyway. I'm trying to think of something else that's not marriage related. I do have to say, I was quite pleased with myself. When I first got the Mercedes, I took it to some of the, well, I took it to A, to the dealership, and B, to an independent mechanic, and asked them, hey, can you guys give it a look over and tell me what needs to be done? Yeah. Which, what needed to be done was basically replace the entire braking system of that car. Okay. So we're talking master cylinder, brake booster, all the pads, all the rotors, all the calipers. We're talking literally like everything, minus the tubing did this on your own yes like you you did all the breaks and the changes and the replacements i did the entire thing from top to bottom on my own okay which saved me hundreds if not like a thousand bucks on this thing just by doing it myself and not only that is i got the knowledge behind it of hey i can actually probably do some more of these heavy lifting car things on my own not depending on dealerships and and service areas yeah some of those things it was like before yes i can change the oil on my own i can replace the air filter on my own some of the small simple stuff there but this one was like heavy duty if i do this wrong my car will not stop (laughs) yes that is 
That is true. So I should probably get this run. right. It's not that the car won't run. It's that the car would not stop. Yes, and that would be a safety hazard. Really? I know. Surprise. A car not stopping is a safety issue? I know. Crazy. Who would have thought? Not me. So yeah, so it was one of those things where it's like, hey, I can actually do some of these things on my own. Wow. That's crazy. Eye-opening. Yeah. Eye-opening experience for Andy. Not only that, it also gave, gave me some more avenues to finding car parts and the such. Mm. Because trying to, you know, buy a vacuum booster for a 1980s Mercedes-Benz, it was, I think, like 500-something if I wanted to buy it from any sort of like the AutoZone or O'Reilly's or from Mercedes. So I found out the idea of being able to go to like a pull-your-own-part and actually actually go out there with my toolbox and pull my own vacuum booster off there. Nice. Very impressive, Andy. Very impressive. Oh, and breaking news, U of M lost the uh, Big Ten tournament. That's too bad. What's funny, though, is the fact that Western um, won the basketball tournament. So Western Michigan is now in the NCAA tournament as a automatic bid. U of M is not. My guess is U of M M is getting in, Andy. Yeah, U of M is going to get in because they're a top 25 team from one of the big... All four of the Big Ten Ten teams that were in that Big Ten tournament that got to the final two rounds are all going to be in it. Don't kid yourself. No, no. Wisconsin, Michigan State, Ohio State, and University of Michigan are all going to be in the tournament. But they're not a guaranteed spot. Well, Michigan State is. Well, yeah, Michigan State, yes, is. But nobody else is. Yeah, well, with uh, with 64 teams going into it, all four of them are going in. And with any luck, all four of them will be in different uh, regions. Hopefully, yes. Because that would be awesome just to see any one person's bracket, not even if it's actually going to happen, but just to see someone's bracket with the final four being Big Ten teams. That would be interesting. I'd like to see a Michigan State rematch for the national championship. Hilarious. That would be awesome. So yeah, so sorry about that. That was just breaking news. Um, So yeah, my my random topic answer is being able to have that aha moment of... I can actually do car repair. I can actually do this shit. Nice. Whoa. I'd like to put in that the the tie for first place on mine for like my crowning achievement. Yes. Starting the robotics program at the high school and taking care of those kids. Have you been following along with any of that anymore or no? Nope. I came, I created. I I came, I saw, I spent 100 hours a week, and I said, bump that. (laughs) But still, to this day, one of my most prized possessions is the autographed picture from all of the kids. Rock and roll, man. Yeah, like that was, that's very meaningful to me and very special. Well, rock on. All right. We good? All right. Yeah, I think we're good. We good. We out of here. That a wrap. This is episode 352, recorded live on Saturday, March 22nd, 2014. Random, Random topic. Oh, speaking of colleges, here we go. Let me get this down here, do my maestro stretch. Explain why Michigan State University is academically superior to University of Michigan, yet academically inferior to Western Michigan University and Eastern Michigan University. It's not. I feel like you're going to each of these places for, for different, different purposes. Very yeah. different reasons. So, okay, I, I actually will freely admit Michigan State has some really good programs. Oh, yeah. Um, jokes aside, they actually have a fantastic agricultural program. Oh, like seriously. What? 
like one of the best in the country. Yes. Uh, their physics department is really good. And beyond that, I don't know enough about their their education. I know that their school of ed is, uh, from, from reports I've had from other people, does leave something to be desired. But then what school of ed doesn't? Eastern Michigan? No, it still leaves something to be desired. Really? Eastern Michigan School of Education? I thought we were priding ourselves on our you, education So school. Eastern has a fantastic, like really, really, really good special ed program. I thought it was, yeah, it was special ed and early childhood development, I think, yep. were our two main focuses. Yep, but that's, that's Andy, that's not all of education. I know, true, okay. But uh, if, you, if you are focusing on being a kindergarten or first grade special ed teacher, Eastern oh, you, Michigan has you, you definitely in, want to go to Eastern. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what does Western have? Well, Western's uh, aviation program is top notch. Like, if I remember correctly, there you get to spend more time in the air than you would if you actually went to the Air Force Academy. That's cool. Yeah. So Western's, I know Western's aviation program is freaking out of this world. I know a lot of our chemistry stuff is pretty good, especially since we have, you know, Pfizer and Upjohn and a lot of things that were we around the Pfizer. area for a long time. What? We used to have Pfizer. Yes, you used to have Pfizer. We still do have Pfizer. Okay. So I know there's a lot of there's a lot of money towards that side of things. I know we're, Western's getting a big uh, nursing program showing up soon, like whole brand spanking new multi-million dollar campus good nursing program cool university of michigan incredible engineering programs incredible engineering program really good mba program yeah law law program yes very true uh i mean the even the lsa stuff like a math degree from u of m is is not a joke now if you went to u of m for you know agriculture people would look at you a little strange <laughs> i'm sorry you're researching what <laughs> I want to see how plants handle in this certain environment. What? What are what? you doing here? Wrong school. <laughs> you want to go about 65 miles northwest. You want to get on 94. Keep going until you hit 127. Yes, and then you want to take go that north. north. When you get to 96, you're about there. Yeah, look for the smokestacks. <laughs> So I think that, I think it's an unfair question. Yes, because as we have said there, there are pluses for each of the departments. There, there are things that each school... I know Does people are like, oh yeah, you can come well. here for a nice rounded education. And there's other times they're like, no, I'm going here for a specific purpose. And this is why. Yeah. I like how Central is not brought into this mix or Northern. What, what's Central good for? I'm not sure. Well, according to people from Western, Central is good for nothing. Okay. Northern, according to Western people. Uh, Northern had some good stuff. If you like to ski. If you like to ski. If you Andy. like to cross-country ski. Okay. No, like, Northern Michigan's, like, cross-country ski team is, like, one of the best in the country. Okay, but that's not the school. No, true. That's in a sporting event. <sighs> I'm not sure what. We gotta get Smokes. Smokes would know. Didn't he go to Northern, or did he go to Tech? I think he went to Northern. Okay. Smokes... If you're listening, or Hans, because I know you're listening. <laughs> yeah. Talk to Ask Smokes. Hans. Hans, contact Smoke. Smoke will contact us. Thank we'll you. Know. All right. Uh, anything else? No, I think that's about it. That's it. We're good? I think so. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. All right. I need got to get to uh, back to basketball, so this is a wrap. This is episode 354, recorded live on Saturday, April 5th, 2014. Random topic. Okay, random topic. I rolled ahead of time. Yes. What is your favorite type of Halloween? And we are given examples. Scary, sexy, funny, childish, etc., etc., etc. So this doesn't sound like... This doesn't sound like what's your favorite type of Halloween. It sounds like what's your favorite type of Halloween costumes. Because I don't know what a sexy Halloween is. Sounds fun, but I don't know what it is. 
Okay, so maybe, yeah, the Halloween... Well, okay, so there is always that scary sort of Halloween. So we got, like, things like... Well, movies are, you know, things like but, paranormal like, activity, that sort of thing. Are or, we supposed to be looking at movies? Are we, like, what is your favorite type of Halloween party? Halloween costume? Halloween movie? Halloween in general, I guess? I, it's a very open-ended question. So there are yeah. lots of ways you could attack this. Like, because there's, you know, there's like the childish Halloween movies, like Hocus Pocus and that sort of thing. Hey. Bed knobs and broomsticks. Good. Come, little children, I'll take me. I've seen Hocus Pocus. I have not seen bed knobs and broomsticks. But then there's also like the scary things like Halloween or horror. Uh, it's it's yeah. not scary. It's horror. Yeah, there's the horror aspect of it, which I am not a fan of. I am not good right. with horror. I will scream like a little girl. Really? I am easily startled. You should know this. I think I need to have a movie night. No, no, we don't because I will not be there. I think uh, when we go up to the cabin this year, I will take a walk on the beach. Okay. A long, long walk. Okay. I am not good with scary movies. Okay, that's, Just, that's fine. Sorry, you got me all antsy there. Yeah. But then there's also... So like, So I think we can pretty clearly say, regardless of whether this is costume or party theme or whatever, scary is not for Andy. No, no, scary is not for Andy. Nope. Okay. Sexy is, is good, but the costumes that they do of, like, sexy nurse, sexy doctor, sexy steward, or they are not actually sexy. That They're, is just, yeah, it's close to prostitution sort of thing. Well, I wouldn't quite go that far, but okay. It's, it's crossed the line, you know, a while ago. Sexy Red Riding Hood, sexy schoolgirl. I think where they're going to do a sexy infant and then get into trouble. Well, I think there's also the sexy R2D2 costume. What? Yeah, I swear I've seen that. Think Geek, I do believe, has it. It's like an R2D2 costume with a tiny mini skirt. Yeah, Kate just said there's a whole mini skirt line on Think Geek. Oh, God. Okay. For those gorgeous girls who really want that nerdy guy, why wouldn't they just dress up as Leia? Very true. That one is. Maybe they did that last year and they don't want to repeat costumes. Uh. Um, I, I, so I prefer to, to, to think of like Halloween is a great time for cleverness and puns Okay, and, and costumes that are kind of punish or clever in some way. doesn't even need to be pun. Just, it's a clever costume. So you're leaning towards the funny aspect of these four there's, options. There's that were... elements of funny. Yes. You know, the guy who went with, uh, it was just a, a coat where he had just glued on tons and tons of pennies and nickels and dimes. This was back in 2008. Okay. It was change we could believe in. <laughs> or you dressing up in like all pink and putting a shoe on your head. Yes, the gum on the bottom of the shoe. Yep. Like, those are clever costumes. They aren't necessarily funny. They're just clever. Like the guy who, because uh, there was a while with the, you know, with the popped collar thing with the bros. The guy got, like, a popped collar that was, like, looked like a cone around his head. Yep. That was kind of funny. So I think we, we have to go more towards the funny aspect. But again, that's more for costumes. I mean, parties really doesn't matter, does it? Parties, I think, is just everybody getting together and having a good time. Right. As that's long just, as you're there with friends. Yeah. Or people who will be friends. Or just people who have the same sort of go-go-out attitude for Halloween, like funny, humorous costumes. Yep. That's what I got. Yeah, I would, uh... Yeah, I'm like I said, I'm not good with scary things, so that's definitely out. Okay. I like okay, the childish Andy, aspect gonna... of it because there's nothing, you know, more fun than just buying a big bag of candy. You realize you can do that at any time during the year, right? I know, but it's always cheaper the day after. Yes. Well, it's like 70% off at Target. Yeah. You just got to get there right away because everybody else knows it's also really cheap the day after. Kate says, go Halloween night to the stores and see if people have already put them on sale. 
But like seriously, you you can go to the store and spend like four bucks and buy a giant bag of candy right now. I There's know. There's nothing stopping you. But that just makes me feel sad then. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to adulthood. <sighs> oh, adulthood. So yeah, I think that pretty much covers that topic pretty okay, well. Okay, that would be it then. So I guess that's a wrap. Yep. This is episode 357, recorded live on Sunday, April 27th, 2014. All right, random topic rolled ahead of time. Uh, kind of poetic that we were talking about Star Wars today because the random topic is when was the last time you saw Star Wars? Eight months ago. Eight months ago? Yep. Laura and I were watching it. Which one? Uh, we finished Empire. We have not yet watched uh, Jedi yet. Has she not seen? Nope. I'm having How I Met Your Mother flashbacks now. Okay. That was one of the storylines for an episode was the fact that Ted was dating somebody who had not seen Star Wars. And so okay. he sat her down and forced her to watch Star Wars. Okay. I cannot remember the last time I watched Star Wars. I mean, at this point, you and I know it well enough that watching it doesn't really do much. Yeah, you, we can pretty much give the overarching plot line for the movie. We can and spout off the enough. Universe. And the expanded universe. We can spout which off enough. It doesn't matter anymore. Stupid Disney ruins everything. Which, if you think about this, what did J.J. Abrams do with the Star Trek? <laughs> Got rid of everything that wasn't there. Yeah. Sent people back in time and redid the timeline. Yep. And, whoa, what a surprise. He's in charge of Star Wars, and what are they doing? They're throwing out the timeline that's already been established. Oh. <gasps> yep. Shocker. God damn it, J.J. Abrams. I think the last time I saw Star Wars was at Catherine Byers' house when she had her Star Wars marathon. That was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. That was like 2004. Yeah, pretty much. I think that was like January 1st, 2004. I think I have not seen anything else Star Wars related since then. I have read some of the Star Wars books since then. Specifically, I reread the Thrawn trilogy because it's a good series of books. Fucking J.J. Abrams. Goddamn bastard. Timothy Zahn, great writer. Oh, yeah, and I just read the uh, Scoundrels book, which was okay. Not the best, but still okay. Yep. Hmm. So, yeah, so the actual movies was probably a decade ago. But is is that a bad thing? No. I mean, you, it, it might actually not be a terrible thing to rewatch them at some point. The question I, now I would becomes... Recommend- Doing it in the uh, the machete order. The machete order? Yeah. Four, five, two, three, six. We've talked about this, Andy. I swear to you, we've talked about this. Nope. Never heard. At- <sighs> okay. Ready? Okay. Lay it on Episode four. Yes. The first one that came out, you're yes. dropped into the middle of the story, but that's okay because that's how the movie was designed. Yes. You meet Luke. You meet Obi-Wan. You meet the Empire. You meet Leia and Han. And you see all the good stuff. And the rebels win and save the day. Okay. Episode five. Yes. Rebels are getting their ass kicked. Very true. They are on the run. They are like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Uh, Luke goes off to Dagobah. Han and Leia go to Cloud City. The Empire basically wins. Boba Fett is also introduced. You end the movie, and Boba Fett's introduced. You end the movie with Luke losing his hand, with the revelation of, you know, there is another, it's your sister. Oh, no, wait, I'm sorry, they don't do the sister one yet. It's the revelation of Vader is your father. Yes. So you still don't know that they're brother and sister. That's not until the third. That's not until Jedi. Is it? Really? Yeah. Wow. You know that there's another. Yoda says, no, there is another. But he doesn't say who. Oh. You see, now, I always thought it was his sister and the father were the same thing. What? I thought the revelation of both of those happened at the same time. Nope, nope. You don't find out Leia is is his sister until Jedi. Okay. All right, so that's the end of five. At which point you cut back to two, the Clone Wars. 
there's shit going on with the Jedi Council. You uh, see Anakin Skywalker as a Jedi, and you don't hear a word about midichlorians. Jar Jar Binks is a relatively minor character who's who's kind of like clearly there for comic relief. And you uh, start seeing Anakin's fall and how frustrated he is with the Jedi and this love interest with Padme. And then episode three, where you see everything go to hell and you see the Emperor seize power. And now you see Emperor Palpatine. And at the very end of episode three, you see that Padme gives birth to twins. twins. So now you go into episode six and now you see, okay, regroup, reform, get everything back together. Luke is now a significantly stronger Jedi. Now you take care of Jabba and you take care of the Death Star. You know, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yep. Episode one is pointless. It is totally worthless. But episodes four, five, two, three, six, it preserves all of the kind of revelations, all the the surprises, the plot twists. No, yeah, I can I can definitely see that. Go watch them. I don't think I actually own any of them. I bought the trilogy on Blu-ray. Hold on. Give me two seconds. Let me wander over to our DVD rack and let me see if there's actually any Star Wars in there. I do not okay. believe there is, though. So two seconds. Go. Nope. We've got Spaceballs. We've got <laughs> Stargate. Spaceballs, the movie. We've got we've got Stargate. Okay. The Not the original movie, but yep. the SG-1 movies. Yep. And we've got Star Trek. No Star Wars. Uh, borrow it from Bry. Could. The okay. question also becomes, though, which version of Star Wars should I go watch? Because there's the uh, the original version, and then there's the remakes with the new footage and everything. It's the I don't know. Don't know. Do I? The, they're they're not that bad if you add the extra stuff, and if Han doesn't shoot first, I know. Better if he shoots first. But oh yeah, of bad. course it's better if he shoots first. Did you see someone ask Harrison Ford Ford who shot first? No, somebody did. He, he did an AMA, and someone said, "Who shot first, Han or, uh, or Greedo?" He said, don't remember and don't care. Oh. Which, I mean, really, that's that fits, right? That, yeah. yeah. I still remember when they, uh, who, I think it was on like Jimmy Kimmel doing something for a movie or something like that. And so he took, quote unquote, questions from the audience and suddenly like Chewbacca steps up and they play a bunch of Chewbacca noises. And Harrison Ford's like, don't you dare say that about my wife. Or <laughs> was it actually Peter Mayhew? Or no, just it wasn't. Someone Peter, in a it was Chewbacca? just somebody. In, that's the thing with Chewbacca. You could have anybody in a Chewbacca costume and have it be Chewbacca. So yeah, I can't believe Peter Mayhew's going to be in the new movies. Like I thought, he can't walk around unless he has a cane. Pretty much. Like he he has a. Now oh, we'll see what they do. Yeah, maybe it'll be a really old Chewy. Could be because they are continuing the the. They're getting a lot yeah, of the so old, old Han and thing. Leia aren't married. What? Right? Well, that's that was in the expanded universe. Yes, very true. They don't have kids. Skywalker never founded the new Jedi Academy. No more Mara Jade. God damn it. Shit, she's one of the best characters. I know. Mara. Is it Mara Jade? Mara Jade. Okay. Mara, Mara. <sighs> so many good things. You know, if I didn't have to read all these book club books and this giant pile of magazines I'm trying to get through, yeah, go read more of the Star Wars books. Yeah, how's Lines of Al Hassan? Uh, it's on my Kindle, but I have not touched it yet. Okay, even I'm though pretty much I, in the same boat. Yeah, we should we, also probably call this. Yeah, yeah, we should. Okay. All right, Bye, so there you go. That's a wrap. This is episode 358, recorded live on Saturday, May 3rd, 2014. So, random topic. Uh-oh. 
rolled ahead of time. If you were barred, punishable by death, from playing video games, what would you do with your free time? Well, if I can't play a video game, pretty much means I can't write video games either. So that's out. Uh, yes, becoming a video game developer is out. Yeah. Well, you could... All right, so you could code, but you can't test. Right. And and so that, that kind of sucks. Um, You're a code monkey without any of the fun. You... So you can't play games. Nope. But what's what is defined as a video game? Uh, a video game? That's okay. the honest question ever. Well, but what what is that, Andy? And it's not an odd question. It's something that the courts have had to think about too. What is a video game? I feel like Pong. To... Yes, is a video game. Yes. Right. Yes. What about William Higginbottom's Tennis for Two? Really, you're going to try and make Often a game? Often referred to as the first video game, but was it? Really, you're going to try and go back and play no, I'm not on going the oscilloscope? To, but I want, Andy, I want to know where. what are the limitations. Well, I'd say we're in a modern setting, so you can throw out all those gray area, original, like, Odyssey sort of stuff. Okay. Try and think of a modern example where How, you don't okay. know if it's a video game or not. Monopoly. Board game, yes. The board game with, like, electronic components. That's still... And screens and credit cards. I feel like the Monopoly, if it's a board game, is still a board game, even if it does have those stupid swipe cards. Okay. I just wanted to clarify and find, I'd probably go pretty hardcore into tabletop gaming. Uh-oh. I heard two half of that, so I know something's going on. <laughs> Anyway, I'd probably go pretty hardcore into tabletop gaming. You know, if you went hardcore into tabletop gaming, yeah. I wouldn't. You wouldn't? No, I'm, I'm sorry, but there, my tabletop gaming window, because, oh, what's uh, Arkham Horror, mm -hmm. Descent, some of those games... Not all tabletop games take four hours to play. I know, but some of the more hardcore ones do. Yeah, but some of the other hardcore ones don't. Like Settlers of Catan, I can deal right. with that. I, when I say hardcore, I don't mean like I'd be a hardcore person. So you're like, not going to play hardcore. like Warhammer 40k? I wouldn't 40K? do like professional board gaming. Warhammer 40k, yes or no? No, hell no. <laughs> Oh, God, no. But I'd spend time playing tabletop games. So you'd just move from video games to tabletop games. Yeah. Okay. I mean, maybe also read a little more. Reading is good. I'm trying to get through my giant back catalog of magazines. Shouldn't you be trying to get through Lions of Al Hassan? I read 20 pages last night. Thank you very much. Good for you. <laughs> so you're on page 21? 24, because it okay. started on page 4. <laughs> okay, look and at that. There's 544 pages. To so go. No, no, total. <laughs> oh, total, okay. So divide that by... 20. Really? Well, that's, that's what you said, right? You oh, yeah, write 20 pages. 20 pages. Day. 27 days. Almost. I'll be done on the 30th. If you can do 20... Yeah, except we have book club before then. What? I thought it was on that weekend. But isn't it before the 30th? I don't know. I don't have this in front of me. My phone's on the other side of the room. I try and keep that away from me while we're recording because I know people send me messages. Ah. Kate says it's on the 31st, so I've got time. Yes. Okay. You can do it. 20 pages a day. Yep. 20 pages a day. Cool. But then I also got to read my Amazon Kindle Prime book of the month. Yep. But 20 pages of lions a day. Yes. That goes first. Then I'll read the Kindle book for a bit and then I'll try reading the magazines because magazine falling behind on your magazines yeah I know but it's, it's yep. Wired is an interesting magazine to read yep are you going to go get a free comic book today Oh, God, I don't even know if I have time to go swing by the comic book store today. Do you want to go to the comic book store? Okay, we're guess we're going to the comic book store today. <laughs> <laughs> 
So I will see what comics I would want to get from the free comic book day. Okay. Well, so yeah, I would read a lot. Um, uh, what else would I do if I didn't play video games? Um, stuff on the car I need to fix. So I'd do more of that. Um, I like doing the crossword puzzles a lot, so I'd probably do a lot more of that. Ah, so there, there's a good question. Yes. Crosswords. Yes. On the computer. I don't do them on the, I print them out and do okay. them on paper. Okay. So that is not a video game. No, that's, it's, it's, I actually do worse on the crossword puzzles when I do them on the computer. So what about if someone were to like print out adventure? What? Never mind. Just how go on. You, Just go on. How would you, do, now I'm curious, how would you do that? It was a text game first, Andy. Okay, so then you would kind of switch from, you know... It's a choose-your-own-adventure. Which you would have to have somebody else doing all for you, and then we just turn it into D&D. Yep, I'd probably play a lot of Pathfinder if I couldn't play video games. Very true. So, <laughs> is that <laughs> if it? If we didn't play video games, what would we do? We would do other things. We'd play games. There's more games than video games. Probably do more exercising. That would be helpful. Um, Record the podcast bi-weekly. Bi-weekly? As twice in twice a week. week. Oh. oh. Would we have enough topics to do this twice a week? If we couldn't play video games, ooh. <laughs> We'd have to live vicariously. <laughs> I'd probably spend a lot more time watching Twitch. Get a guest on. So what are you playing? Well, I <laughs> wasn't here to talk it. about Please, please tell us what you're playing. Just, just please tell me what games have you, have you played. But I'm not here. I don't play games. Just tell me what game you played. Flappy Bird? Oh. How far did you get? Do you, do you have a web camera? Can we watch you play? <laughs> but guys, this is getting kind of creepy. <laughs> Come on, just, just one more try. Try it again. See if you can get past, past ninth pipe. Yeah, this is getting strange now. Okay, I think we're done. Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. All right, bye everyone. That's a wrap. This is episode 359, recorded live on Saturday, May 10th, 2014. So... Yeah. Random topic? Yeah. Random topic. Would you like to join the Andy Lowe fan club? Where do I sign up? <laughs> well, we can't actually... There, there is no sign up right now. Oh. So, um, this is actually... A, remember the Andy Lowe bootylicious boat shine random topic? Let's pretend I don't. Okay. So, um, most of our random topics have come from our friend Aaron Hansowitz, which... Yes. Sometimes the, con- the discussions with Hansowitz can, you know, just go off on random places, and you wonder how you got there. there. You had a fun time journeying to there, but then at the end you're like, how did we get here? Yes. Like parts of this podcast. Like most of this podcast. Yes. So every once in a while, he'll, you know, send us a random topic that is very inside baseball with a conversation that me and Hanswitz have had. This one um, has actually stemmed from postcards that I have, well, Kate has actually been sending to Hans that she picked up at a bookstore that was going out of business. Mm-hmm. And so now she has been, um, these are postcards that are actually the concept art for The Incredibles. Oh, cool. And so she has a whole story going along with these postcards about, you know, how I am now a superhero. Ah. And part of this, was one of them was joining the Andy Lowe fan club. And so Hans, no surprise, sent a random topic of... Would you, Would like you to join? join? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've, I have been a member of the Andy Lowe fan club for many years. I don't even know I had a fan club. You don't. Okay. But, yeah, no, I, I like Andy. I like the work that he does. I've been I, recording a friggin' podcast with him for the last eight years. 350, well, minus the random topic recap, so about 320 some odd episodes. Plus the false starts. Yes. And that missing episode. The, the lost, quote-unquote, episode. 
<laughs> no, I it, it save that. I, we should have, but that oh, it was a bad episode. <laughs> I swear, I think at one point I almost punched Dave recording that episode, but he was driving at the time, so that would have been bad. Yep. But yeah, I am a very likable guy. That's the one thing I have found out is everybody likes me. Everyone likes Andy. Andy's a good guy. I don't know. What He's it is just about this me. guy, you know. Yeah, I'm an odd and sec- uh, eclectic, eccentric <laughs> person. Did, were you about to say you were an odd insect? No. You sure? Yes. Because yeah. you should go back and listen to that. I was trying to say eclectic, but then eccentric at the same time. Eccentric. And so the words get befuddled in my mouth. Yes. <laughs> Andy is not an insect. No. I will, I will state that for the record. What was really surprising was the fact, okay, so I was working at the post office. I started in August, September. Yeah. Um, then I got the, the job at Mophie in like March. So I hadn't even been there for a whole year. Yeah. But when barely. I left, they threw a going away party for me. And I'm like, I have, I'm a part-time guy who's only been here for a couple of months, but everybody loved me so much at the post office that they threw a going away party for me. And I was like, oh, well, this is unexpected. So everybody Wasn't that the me. one that you had, you had just eaten before you went and there was cake? And a lot of food. Yes. Yeah. I was like, well, crap. But hey, it, everybody loved the food. So it's, I'm a likable guy. I should have a fan club. I don't know what this fan club would be about because I don't do much other than this podcast. Mm-hmm. I think Kate would probably be the fan club president. Uh, yeah, de facto. Yeah. So it would probably be whatever she would want to do. Which Would you want to do anything <laughs> with my fan club? You're not going to be the fan club president? <laughs> She, she doesn't want to be my fan club president. Oh, sad. <laughs> founding member? Can you be a founding member? Okay, yes, founding member, sure. But she doesn't want to be the president. <laughs> I don't know what that says. CEO? <laughs> Manager? Like, I, I feel like your wife should be de facto the, the president of your fan club. Yeah, she said no. She's like, I'm not going to be the president. So, okay. would you want to be the president of my fan club? The president of the Andy Lowe fan club? Yes. <laughs> What's involved in that? I don't know. What would it be involved in having a fan club for yourself? I don't know. Because <laughs> you don't have... Oh... I should talk to maybe some of the radio people. Maybe they have fan clubs. I don't know. Like the fan club president is supposed to be organizing events and, and managing things. Maybe that's what she doesn't want to be the president. She doesn't want to deal with the people. Right. I'll just be a member. <laughs> well, then who the hell's going to be my president? Is it going to be Hans? I don't you? know. Me? Am I allowed to be the president? Are you own? not your own fan? No, I'm a fan of myself. That's then great. there you go. Who organizes the events with the members of your fan club, Andy? I don't know. I, I feel like you should be a step away from your own fan club. I, you should not say, hey. Well, that's only if you get like crazy people in your fan club. <laughs> Oh, I well, being crazy myself, I think, I don't know, <laughs> the Andy Lowe Fan Club, brought to you by Andy Lowe, president of the Andy Lowe, the Andy Lowe Fan Club. Andy Lowe Fan Club. I'm not, That's not narcissistic. <laughs> I'm not only the president, I'm also a member. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So yeah, the Andy, Club, Andy Lowe Fan Club, um, it doesn't exist. Would you join? It seems everybody would join, because I'm a lovable guy. Andy's a lovable guy. Mm-hmm. So that answers that question. Okay. I think that's it then. All right. I'm now going to go shower and replace a power steering pump. Have fun. Woo. Bye. That's a wrap. This is episode 360, recorded live on Saturday, May 17th, 2014. All right. Okay. Random topic. Random topic.
What is your quest? No. What is your favorite math book? Oh, man. Uh, my favorite math book yes. leaves me with three choices. But I'd like to hear yours first, Andy. My favorite math book? I don't even remember the last math book I cracked open. Okay. Uh, last time I took math was at Eastern. I think I was doing... The math of probability and statistics. Yeah, okay. that was that was a math class. I think that was the last one I opened. That was an interesting one because I like the idea of plotting out probability and statistics. I.e., when I was um, at work the other day during lunch, I was in my head contemplating to figure out what would be the perfect mana curve for Hearthstone. The, I'm sorry, the perfect what? Mana curve. Wait, okay. Like, what would your what would be the perfect deck for you to be built so you would always have the best card to play on your turn? Okay. So that that was the, the math of probability and statistics is always fun. So that's what I would say is my favorite math book. I don't remember the name of it, but that was a fun class. Okay. So that that's that's my answer. So I I've got it down to three. <laughs> of course, you actually have three math books that you. All right. There there is the book from my uh, mathematics for secondary mathematics educators, basically mathematics for high school teachers. Okay. Uh, just because it's cool, it has a very broad range of topics. All of them are pretty fun. Uh, you actually have to understand quite a bit of mathematics to do it. Uh, then there's the Principia. Do you know the Principia? The Principia isn't that uh, is that Newton's book? Yep. Philosophe yeah. Naturalis Principia Mathematica. It's uh, it's Newton's book where he basically defines calculus. I I give myself a point for that one. You definitely score a point for that one. Right. And the third book would be it's technically a series of books, but it's Euclid's The Elements. Oh, for Euclid's mathematics. All right. Yeah. So either I didn't of know those, that was a series of books. It, it's like five books, I think. I know the Principia is five books or three books. Principia is three books. I think the Elements is five. Okay, but it's really just it's the Elements. It's one book. It's just broken up, uh, and that's where where Euclid basically defines geometry. Yeah. Wait, was it Euclid? Yes. So I thought there was. I thought there he was a, a special version of geometry. Isn't there another version of geometry? Yeah. There are many versions of geometry. Yeah. There's taxicab geometry. I remember you showed me that one. Yep. That's that's basically D and D. Yeah. Fourth edition. That's taxicab geometry. There's spherical geometry, which is what we have to deal with when we think about the Earth on a large scale. Yeah. There's planar geometry, which is basically Euclid's. Yep. And there's hyperbolic geometry, what's where you that exaggerate one? everything. No, wait, that's wrong. Uh, what's what's hyperbolic? Yes. Do you want the full explanation? I'm not. I don't know if I can give it to you in, in total layman's terms. I was going to say, try and explain it to me like I'm five. Uh, okay. So two lines that never touch. Yes. Right? That's that's they're parallel, they're lines. parallel right? Yes. Um that's an assumption. Okay. That that's one of the, the five kind of requirements for Euclid's geometry. It's called the parallel postulate. And it's saying that if if I've got these two lines, I can make it such that they never touch. Yes. Um let me double check. I wanna make sure. Yeah, uh, so the, the full postulate is that I have two lines, and I have a line that crosses them. They'll have the same angles, basically. Yes. Right? That's the parallel postulate. Yes. And the, the postulate is actually the reverse of if I, if I draw this line and they have the same angles, then the two lines will never touch. Yes, that okay? is. Yes, I understand that part. In spherical geometry... That's not the case. No. Uh, basically, in, in spherical geometry, they will always touch. <laughs> yeah, because they're on a sphere. Right. And in hyperbolic geometry, it's it, it's that they, they will 
you can have the the two lines. Oh, how how can I describe this? Shit, I know how to describe this. I've done it before. You can have many lines basically that go through those same two points that are all parallel. All right, I need to wrap my head around this. Yeah, hang on. Let me see if I can just look up a better description. Okay. So here we go. Ready? Yes. In regular Euclidean geometry, yes. if I have a line and a point not on the line, okay. okay, in Euclidean geometry, there is one line that goes through that other point that is parallel to the first one. Yes. In spherical geometry, there are zero lines that go through that point that are parallel to the first one. Yes. In hyperbolic geometry, there are an infinite number of lines that go through that point that are not parallel to the first one. Okay, I think I understand. And... Uh- the, the way it's represented is usually instead of a, an infinite plane, you think of the plane as a circle with an infinite edge. And this is why hard math people seem so weird sometimes. It's, it's hard to explain without visuals, so let me send you a link to a visual. Okay. I am never probably, after seeing this video, or visual, never going to contemplate this ever again. Probably not. (laughs) If there's anything I've learned about higher-end mathematics, there's a lot of things. Well, but what's really cool is it actually has an application in the normal world. Really? Yeah. Coral grows hyperbolically. Oh, really? Yeah. Which is just bizarre and strange, but it it turns out that it grows hyperbolically. In fact, uh, crochet patterns are hyperbolic. Hmm. Well, that's just crazy. Yep. I'm trying to send you the image, by the way, through Skype. That's not working. Okay. I will send it to you somewhere else. All right. So uh, I'm good with my one book. Dave's Uh, good with just blowing up my mind. Yeah. I'm always good with blowing up your mind. Kaboom. Spherical geometry is is also, I mean, just that weird part about having a triangle with three 90-degree angles. No, I just looked at the the image you just sent me. Yeah. So those are all lines that are parallel to the first line because they will never touch. Right. Well, I'm glad for all of our listeners who have decided to stick around through (laughs) David and David teaches Andy mathematics. Yep. All right. Well, that's that's that that then. Wow. Did not expect to end on that. Bye. That's a wrap. This is episode 362, recorded live on Saturday, May 31st, 2014. Right. So, random topic. Uh-oh. Yep. Rolled ahead of time. How are you like your mom? Your dad? So my guessing means how are you like your mom? How are you like your dad? Okay. Um. How have our parents shaped us in their own image? You well, want to go first? I can tell you for a fact that I'm like my mom, that sometimes I just start breaking out into random song. Not like an actual like known song, just random little ditties that I hum sometimes when I'm by myself. If you've been around my mom long enough, in a quiet room, she will start to hum slash sing to herself just random stuff. Okay. So that one is highly apparent now, and I see every time I do that to myself, I'm like, ah, I need to stop. Don't, don't fight it, Andy. Think don't. of it this way. Of all the traits you could get from your mom. Oh. <laughs> don't fight that one. Pick your battles. Man, what, what traits have I gotten from my mother? I am unfortunately very quick to judge, like really quick to judge. It takes, I, I have trained myself that I can rejudge afterwards. I can take a second look, but I'm very quick to, I'm very judgmental. I just am. It's, it's what I grew up around. I also have some slight hoarding tendencies from my mom, but then also, it also is some of my dad has some as well. Mm-hmm. See, I need to work on those. Um, I like to think that I, I picked up a lot of my mom's ability to interact socially. I can make small talk. I can talk with people. I can 
empathize with people. That's probably like the biggest one is is uh, her empathy. I mean, the woman is a social worker. I was going to say, isn't that part of her job? Yes, but it's <laughs> part of her job because she was good at it. Yeah. And so I, I picked up, I like to think, I picked up a fair amount of that. People, you know those stories about people that whenever they meet a stranger, the stranger just kind of opens up to them. Mm-hmm. That turns out to be me. I don't know why. I might just seem like a trustworthy guy, but strangers will will just kind of, I, I'll be sitting and chatting and they'll just kind of open up and tell me like these really sad stories. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I hope you feel better now that you've shared it. You should seek professional help. <laughs> Oh, Dave's a nice and trustworthy guy until you start playing against him in something. <laughs> I so switching gears to what we have picked up from our fathers. <laughs> Your dad is cutthroat. I picked up the competitiveness from my dad. He's not cutthroat. He's no. just very highly competitive. Yes, and so am I. Having played enough games, but I gotta check on that. Are there any of those still going on? Uh, the whole website crashed. Oh. And when he brought it back, he had lost all the current games. That's why I have not been getting any emails. Okay. Right. <laughs> so it, those things was like, I haven't gotten those emails in a it while. died a silent did... death. All right. Maybe we'll go back in like a year and do it, but I think we all needed a break anyway. Yeah. There's only so many games of Risk you can play at one time. Seven. <laughs> without going crazy. Um, no, I, I, I definitely picked up the competitive nature from my dad. I picked up uh, critical thinking and lateral thinking, problem solving. I wish, I wish I had his pattern recognition. Oh. Holy crap. Oh my. So, you know, 2048? Yes. Which, by the way, I need to issue a correction. I had said that Threes was a copy of 2048. It's the other way around. 2048 was a copy of Threes. Oh, okay. Um, my dad broke the game, I, I think. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I he his high score is you know I I see people I see friends and they're like so happy because their high scores are like I got thirty thousand points which is a really cool achievement. My dad's high score is something like six hundred thousand points. Oh jeez, holy guacamole! Yeah, so it's twenty forty eight forty ninety six ninety. Crap, I can do that math in my head, but I'm not going to. Uh, 8,192, 16,384. That's the, the square that he lost on. Oh. He had one of those on the board, a 16,384. Jesus. At that point, you've got to have a lot of things on the board just no, to slowly you, build. You have that and a two when you first get it. True. If you did everything right. He also calculated the top score. Ah. Because there is a top score. There is a definite ending point. I think I also have gotten my mmm from my dad as well. He does that when he's thinking. Probably. Who did you get milk from? I don't know. (laughs) Do either of your parents say it? Do both of them say it? That would be an excellent question to either ask Kate or one of my siblings because... Because you don't hear it. I don't hear it. I don't have the ear for that. But then I've also got a little bit of my dad's self-reliance where it's like, okay, the power steering pump on Kate's Jeep went out. That's normally like a bad thing, right? Yeah. Unless you just replace the serpentine belt. No, no. It's like the, the bearings on the pump basically oh, made the ooh. pump explode. Yeah, that that's usually pretty bad. Yeah, so I had to go and replace the power steering pump. Cool. Which I did on my own. It's like, oh, it's one of those things where I, when I accidentally would cut the uh, extension cord w- with my lawnmower. 
because <laughs> we had an electric push lawnmower and then yeah. some, sometimes the grass was long that I didn't see where the cable was and so I accidentally cut the cut, cable. Just go right over it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he made me fix it. Oh, so I actually learned how to solder back when I was tiny. Yep. So then I would I would resolder the cables together, and then I would tape them up, and then I would take the extra shielding, and then put that over there, and tape the whole thing up there. So I was fixing electrical cables many years ago. So it's I feel like there was some self reliance in there that he has, mainly because I think he's paranoid. But yeah, I hopefully don't have that paranoia. Uh, just give it another twenty years. <laughs> It'll manifest. I think my paranoia has just been cynicism. Where you I don't think they're out from to your get dad me. Too, probably. What? You probably get that from your dad too. The cynicism. Ah, I could see that. <sighs> yeah, there are oh, there are things with my parents that I really hope I don't get from them. There's things from everyone's parents that they yeah. hope they don't get. Yeah, that is true. That's the the thing is, you try and take the good, and you try and get rid of the bad, you try and make yourself a better version of them. Yep. Which I think I am. I feel like I'm very level headed. Slightly crazy, but level headed. <laughs> Sure. Yep. We'll go with that. Anything else to add to that? Uh, nope. Okay. That's it. All right. Well, I guess that's a wrap then. This is episode 363, recorded live on Sunday, June 8th, 2014. So, random topic. Random topic. I rolled ahead of time. If you were reduced to living on a flat plane, what would be your greatest problems and opportunities? Since I am not the flatland expert, I am... (laughs) So, handing this over to Dave. Andy, yes, you Dave. have a desk in front of you. Yes, I do. This it is, is covered classic, with stuff. This is the classic example. Uh, find something that is relatively flat. I am holding a round to it in my hand right now. A what? A round to it. What is a to it? It's it's a round to it. It looks like a wooden nickel. Okay. And it has to it, T U I T on one side. On the other side it says do it when you get a round to it. Ah, a round to it. A round to it, yes. Okay. This was given to me by one of my professors who said, now you can never say that you never got a round to it. Nice. Is it, it is relatively thin? Yes, yes it is. So put it on near the edge of the, the desk. Okay, it's on near the edge of the desk. And now Check. start lowering yourself down so that you are on that plane of vision. Okay. So that you just see the edge of the to it. All right, now I'm staring. This is highly uncomfortable. Right, but that's, okay, so you see, like, it's just basically a thin line segment now. Yes, yes it is. It is now a line of wood. That is the approximation of what it would look like if you were reduced onto a flat plane. Okay. You can get up now. All right, thank you. Oh, much better. So that is all you can see. Yes. Right? Is just line segments. Yes. You can't see inside things by looking from the top. Uh, so the, there become issues of like, how do you judge distance? You can't. So in Flatland, you actually can because there is a, a fall off in light. Basically, there's a fog. There is an ever-present fog. The farther away something is, the darker it is. Okay. And so if you imagine a flat object, a straight object, like the, well, let's let's take your, your round object, your to it. Okay. Right? It is round. It is circular. Yes. So you would see a gradual uh, change in the intensity of light where the, the frequency of the change, the, the amount of the change is getting more and more. Right? If you look at the center, it's the brightest, and then it's a little less brighter, and then a little, little less brighter, and then by the end, it's, it's falling off really quickly. Yes. Okay. I can see that. Whereas if it was a triangle, you'd see the point, which would be very bright, and then you'd see a constant fall off of light. Okay. Right? Yes. So you could actually see, because it's that constant dimming, you'd be able to say, ah, that's a straight line going away from me. 
Okay. So that's a challenge there is, is distance. Uh, distance and shapes, identifying different shapes and what they are, become problematic. I'd be a little more worried about things like eating. <laughs> Finding food, communicating. Are there any opportunities of living in a flatland? What, what, like, benefits of? Or I don't know. This is literally what the question said, was problems and opportunities. Opportunities. Well, I have a knowledge of multidimensional space. but <laughs> Which will do you absolutely no good yeah, because like you're, you're stuck on a flatland. Land, you can't describe it, right? Try and describe to someone what the fourth dimension is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's not going to work. The fourth spatial dimension, I should clarify. Not the temporal dimension, not time. Which point in that direction, Andy? Point in the fourth dimension. I I can't. Describe it using words. Well, it's it's not up. It's not really even forward, right? Because forward is in front, backward, left, and right. We've got that. Yeah, you got your X, Y, and Z. Yeah, well, what about your W? <laughs> Which direction is that? Point to it. I can't. Then it doesn't exist. This is the basis of Flatland. This is what like a half the book is, is uh, trying to convince people that there is this third dimension. There is an above that is not up. Well, that's just this. It's just crazy is what this is. Yes. I, I don't really know what else to say about it. What opportunities would there be to be living in this dimension? Um, I don't know. I don't know either. This is, this is like I said, a really think, random question. Like, is it actually flat land or is it just a flat plane? Because if it's actually flat land, then there are other problems of, like, it's a class-based society. I have not read this book. Okay, so it just said we're living on a flat plane. Okay, then we'll, we'll go with not flat land. Okay, but flat land is the easiest way to... Yeah, I mean, flat land is what they're talking about. Okay. Unless they're really mean, like, a, a flat airplane. I don't know what it's like to live on a flat airplane. I don't know. This has been a very... Random topic. (laughs) Yes, yes it has. Go figure. No surprise there. None. You going to PAX? We talked about this last week, didn't we? Um, no, I'm going up north. Right. If I was going to PAX, then nobody's going up north. Yeah, you're going up north. I miss that cabin. I want to go back. It's a nice cabin. It's a gorgeous cottage. It would also be place. nice is the fact that um, my Explorer can actually seat six. Ooh. Because it's got a third row of seats in it, so. Cool. So we only have to take two cars somewhere when we go somewhere. Yeah. Okay. Um, did you see the giant inflatable suits that everyone wants us to wear? Yes. And I'm going to say no. I agree. We're, we're going to nip that one in the bud right now, right? Yes. Okay. We are not doing that? No, I'm good. Okay. So, I feel like this whole flatland discussion has flatlined. Yep, I got nothing on it. Like, I, I really don't know what else to say. I, I've explained this... to you now what flatland kind of looks like. And no, yeah, I understand that now, but am I ever going to use this in any other part of my daily life? No. Uh-huh. It's going to be interesting if you go to Lineland. Lineland? Lineland. Is that just the... How do... What? Is well, everybody living on a line? Everyone lives on one line. Well, then I will be stuck in the middle, and it will not be good. Well, the middle is great. The middle is where the king of Lineland lives. Did you actually read this book for fun? Yes! It's a good book! I'm not if sure if I trust your opinion on if this. If it weren't so ridiculously short, I would use it for the book club. Uh, Speaking of which, Snow Crash this month. I know. I'm halfway through and not expecting the amount of religious talk that is included in this it's, book. It's kind of surprising, isn't it? Yes. Yes, it is. It's a good book, though, isn't it? Hence why I'm still reading it. Yep. As a, as a recommendation, when you finish it, you're, you're halfway through, right? Yes. 54%. Okay, perfect. When you finish it, give yourself three or four or five days and go through it again. <sighs> 
It's really you. You pick up so much more the second time. All right. At least read the beginning couple chapters again. Okay. Okay. Yep. Cool. I think we're done. Yes, especially since we've gone off the random topic far, far away from it. Bobby pins. All right, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.